Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. So one step forward on dealing with the communist Chinese. The feds will now ban TikTok on federal devices. It's about time, but that's only step one. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. Good to be with you. The White House giving government agencies 30 days to ensure that TikTok is not on federal devices. Also, um, why would TikTok be on a federal device? These people are working ostensibly, right? Why is TikTok on their phone? They can have a private phone and do that. Except maybe not if they are working for the federal government. It's not enough to be off of the federal device. It can't be on any device if you work for the federal government. Nor a state government. I wouldn't allow teachers to have TikTok on their phone. This is solely a national security conversation. And if you want to force the sale of TikTok to an American company and sever all ties and all ties to servers with China, okay then. None of this will apply if this is owned by an American company. But this is not owned by an American company. This is owned by communists. And therefore, it can't be allowed. The um, guidance, which is sent out by Shalanda Young from the Office of Management and Budget, will require uh, to adjust information technology contracts to ensure vendors keep U.S. data safe by eliminating the use of TikTok on their devices and systems. TikTok, of course, says this is all just misinformation, and um, no. No. No, it's not. And that's that. And considering that all communists lie and all the communist Chinese lie, uh, you don't have to pay any attention to them at all. This is the right move. I would take it a step further. That you cannot be a member or connected to the Chinese Communist Party and own land in the United States or businesses in the United States, and I would force their sale. And you say to me, um, thought you were a capitalist. And I'd say to you, um, I thought we were talking about Americans. I absolutely positively do not owe anything to a communist Chinese party that thinks they can use our system against us, buy up farmland to then spy on military facilities, engage in, in uh, technology corporations that are stealing data. No. I would put an end to student visas for colleges and tell the colleges, you figure it out. We're not here to educate an entire workforce that believes in our downfall. No. Don't care if you like that full ride. Doesn't mean anything. No more student visas. At least for China. It's over. Complain all you want. If Mitch Daniels himself wanted to disagree with me, I'd say come on the show and we can break this down. 
You can call me any name you wish. How are we not clearly recognizing that this is a our future conversation and a war conversation? Now, I'm not saying that Mitch believes this. I'm saying I just used him as an example. If Pamela Witten wants to come on the show and disagree with it, uh, pick the day. What you disagree with is losing out on the money. And, um, well, I just, I, I refuse to shed a tear for you. And again, not picking on Pamela Witten. You know what? I should say it this way. Name the university or college president. I'll have the conversation. Things have to change. And they have to change for others. And you say to me, Tony, I don't think we should be in the business of otherizing. Well, I, I get your point. I do. But maybe instead of others, we have to change it to communist Chinese. Our job is to is not to ensure that the, the Chinese Communist Party has it easy. As a matter of fact, I want to make it outrageously difficult. So I put an end to owning land in the United States. I put an end to owning business in the United States. I put an end to student visas in the United States. It's over. We could still have trade. Is there a problem, China? Is, is there a problem? Look, look, it, it, it's just the same way uh, w- with you. If you have a company in, in China, of course, there's someone from the Communist Party overseeing everything about that business and, of course, stealing every little bit of intellectual property because you're communist. You don't build anything. You steal things. That's what you do. It's what you do. I don't see why we shouldn't. I don't actually see the argument against. I, I, I don't see why it's a problem. Now, someone's going to say to me, Tony, you're being totally jingoistic. I don't believe that to be true. I don't believe it's aggressive, and nor do I believe it is belligerent. I believe it is rational. It's rational to say we can't have X, and X equals a Chinese-dominated society or a communist-dominated society. We can't have uh, our intellectual property at risk. We can't have our trade secrets at risk. We can't have our national security at risk. We can't have the propaganda happening in the U.S. from the communist Chinese. This has to end. So here's how we end it. I think my play is rational as can be, clear-headed as can be. And yes, I'm willing to debate it with, with anyone. What's their argument? It really hurts relations? Let's find out. I was told that moving an embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem would cause World War III. Yet, after that, we got the Abraham Accords, and now I have trade with multiple nations that 10 years ago, it would have been impossible to think of. Maybe, maybe... You can't worry about the fear of the thing. You just have to do the thing. And maybe for many of these universities, they don't want to lose out on those people paying the full ride. It's a lot of money. It's okay. You can deal with three less professors. You'll be fine. It's just a country you're saving. Unless that doesn't matter.